0: I'm Steve Clark. Good afternoon, I'm Al Cresta, and in this Sunday's uh, Gospel, Jesus will give us A lesson in humility and to help us unpack this gospel reading we've got peggy stanton a dame of the order of malta she was abc news first female washington correspondent she's also hosted and helped produce many programs here at ave maria radio including the malta minute with the catechism her book from the white house to the white cross is due out next month i'm looking forward to it peggy good to have you
1: here thanks thank you al so good to be with you
0: Let me go ahead and uh, read this uh, gospel portion from Luke chapter 14, uh, roughly verse 1 and then from 7 to 14. It goes like this. On a Sabbath, Jesus went to dine at the home of one of the leading Pharisees, and the people there were observing him carefully. He told a parable to those who had been invited, noticing how they were choosing the places of honor at the table. Quote, when you're invited by someone to a wedding banquet, do not recline at table in the place of honor. A more distinguished guest than you may have been invited by him, and the host, who invited both of you, may approach you and say, Give your place to this man. And then you would proceed with embarrassment to take the lowest place. Rather, when you are invited, go and take the lowest place, so that when the host comes to you, he may say, My friend, move up to a higher position. Then you'll enjoy the esteem of your companions at the table. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Then he said to the host who invited him, When you hold a lunch or a dinner, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or your wealthy neighbors in case they may invite you back and you have repayment. Rather, when you hold a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind— Blessed indeed will you be because of their inability to repay you. For you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. Oh, I love that passage. Uh, It is a troubling passage in some respects, but it's also a funny passage in that, it seems to me, Jesus, on the one hand, warns us not to take the highest place, Mm -hmm. but he's not saying the highest place means nothing. Because if you go to the lowest place, he brings you to the highest place, (laughs) and you can feel some esteem about that.
1: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's sort of like uh, uh, Jesus instead of Stephen Covey saying Seven Habits of Highly (laughs) Effective People." (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (laughs) But then the next, it, it it clearly is the gospel is a lesson on humility. But the, the, the catechism, oddly, Al, has kind of, I don't know, sideways references to what the Lord seems to be talking about. Interesting. Because um, in, in uh, paragraph 545, it says, Jesus invites sinners to the table of the kingdom. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners, he Mm -hmm, said. mm -hmm. He invites them to that conversion without which one cannot enter the kingdom, but shows them in word and deed his Father's boundless mercy for them and the vast joy in heaven over one sinner who repents. The supreme proof of his love will be the sacrifice of his own life for the forgiveness of sins. We almost say... You know how does that relate to to um, the gospel? But uh, maybe it's that he invites everyone. Maybe the point you're trying to make is that our Lord, when he has his banquet, everybody's invited. Yeah, the lowest and the highest. But but I think um, maybe we should get to that in sequence. But that. End paragraph for me is is the one that really raises the question. Well,
0: as as a uh, a woman of Washington D.C., I can see how that why that would have bothered you. (laughs) (laughs) You hosted many dinners. I (laughs) I know,
1: brother. I'm going. I may be down in the lowest regions of hell. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's pretty scary. But and the funny thing is, uh, all I could think of, you know, where he says, uh, "Do not." Try to sit in the highest seat. I can think of embassy parties, and yes. the d- fancy dinners, where you know the the cocktail hour was was typically forty five minutes, maybe a little bit longer, but was it? So um, this is the time you know you mingled and chatted and so forth, and and people were. I, I remember specifically one woman, you know tiptoed into where all the tables were, saw where she was seated, didn't care for where she was seated, so she swapped. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> no. Oh, that's,
0: oh, that's bad.
1: Oh. Yeah, I know. Whoa. And I think she was a fairly prominent woman, too. That's the funny part of it. But <laughs> but that, I mean, if ever there was a gospel for Washington, D.C., this is it. Yeah. Because yeah. Um, it was if you were seen seated next to you know the highest potentate at the dinner that meant you were pretty high potentate yeah, yourself that's right yeah. and um then if if uh if you were simply invited to a white house dinner or you were invited to uh the secretary of state's house or whatever you know of course that you <laughs> You let that be known. <laughs> of
0: course, you want people to know your prestige. Isn't that, <laughs> yeah,
1: isn't that awful?
0: Prestige and power,
1: absolutely. That's what Washington it, it, is about it. it Literally, yeah. So, uh, and then uh, I, I thought uh, the meditation in the Magnificat yeah. uh, uh, really, in some ways, uh, pertain more to this gospel than than. I'm missing, maybe I'm missing something in the catechism, but um, this time I thought it was a meditation from an Italian Benedictine monk and bishop, St. Bruno. And you have to tell me, is S-E-G-N-I, is that Senye or?
0: Yes, that's how I would pronounce it. Now, yeah. Yeah.
1: S- seems more germane to this gospel passage. And he he says... Invited to a wedding feast, the Lord looked around and noticed how all were choosing the first and most honorable places. You could swap that by saying, invited to an embassy dinner. Right, right. (laughs) Each person wanting to take precedence over the others and to be raised above them. He then told them this parable, which even taken literally, says Bruno, is most useful and appropriate for all who like to be honored and fear being put to shame. And that really is so true of of Washington. But St. Bruno goes on, since it's a parable, it must have some other interpretation besides the literal one. Mm -hmm. So he gives this interesting parallel. The wedding feast takes place in the church every day every day the lord makes a wedding feast for every day he unites faithful souls to himself Mm -hmm. we are all invited to this wedding feast all of us who have received faith in christ in the seal of baptism saint Bruno then points out that at the wedding feast jesus is the living bread come down from heaven here placed before us is the chalice of the new covenant Here are the Gospels and the letters of the Apostles. Here are the books of Moses and the prophets. It is as though the dish containing every delight was brought and set before us. So what more, then, can we desire? What reason is there for choosing the first seats? (laughs) There is plenty for all, no matter where we sit. There is nothing we shall lack. Nice. But whoever you are, I love this, but whoever you may be who still desire the first place, go and sit in the last place. (laughs) (laughs) Do not be lifted up by pride, inflated by knowledge, elated by nobility. But the greater you are, the more you must humble yourself in every way, and you will find grace with God. In his own time, God will say to you, friend, go up higher and then you will be honored by all who sit at table in the church. Then the first seat or the highest place is not to be gotten by ambition, but by humility, not by money, but by holiness.
0: That's, that's, that's beautiful. That's a really wonderful... Uh, it is. Meditation. It is, it is. Uh, it
1: is. And, but the only problem with that, Al, is is it sort of gets us off the hook in a way, because it, it it's Jesus' feast, and Jesus invites everybody. So what is he saying when he says, do not invite uh, your family, your friends, uh, or uh, mm-hmm. people with money? But he does... I mean, they're all invited to the church, right? He yes, doesn't say yes. you're rich; you can't come in here. Yeah, um, he
0: has the advantage of having created all of them. So <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he, he can invite anybody he wants.
1: Um, think, but what is he saying, Al? Is I, he saying um, we should we should say goodbye, family, goodbye, friends, hello, hobos?
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's. I don't. This this passage. Um, it starts off he told a parable to those who had been invited, uh, noticing how they were choosing the places of honor at the table. So I think that theme of humility and and pride right. continues on through the whole teaching here, right so right. when you hold a lunch or a dinner, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or your wealthy neighbors. Because that's a matter of scratching one another's back. Um, They're going to invite you back, and you're going to get repayment in that respect. Um, Plus, you'll want to impress one another with your wealthy neighbors rather than your poorer neighbors. But I also think coupled with that is Jesus' knowledge that conventional society is going to go on. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to have children. We're going to have relatives. We're going to have neighbors. Some will be poor. Some will be wealthy. And so we're going to go about inviting these people. Um, I think what he's making clear is our focus should not be on just maintaining conventional family life. Mm -hmm. Uh, He expects our families to also be outposts of ministry. And so when we're considering uh, our families, uh, we should also be making sure that we've always got a seat at the table for those who are uh, without... uh, Advantage, uh, it could be... Uh, that could be your family. It could be your family, yes. Yeah. It could be a, a woman you know in crisis pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, years ago, when Sal, before we had uh, our children, Sally and I often had... We ministered to people who were on the street, and they came by. Mm. Uh, it becomes more difficult, though, when you have family. Yeah. So it gets a little tricky, and I'd love to talk about that sometime. Unfortunately, the music just came up on me. We'll cover
1: it another time now. Yeah.
0: I love the St. Bruno, uh, the Archbishop Bruno piece, too. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Al. good to be with you.
0: Likewise. Peggy Stanton. I'm Al Christ.